Hey everyone, Sound Guy Nick here. I'm gonna try to keep this short and sweet because uh, I got my wisdom teeth out yesterday and I can't talk too good. But uh, we had some technical difficulties with this episode, um, so we unfortunately we had to edit off of the Zoom audio, which is just you know the call audio with everyone's mic on one track, and it's not the greatest quality, but it's good enough for you to listen to, and I do think it's a pretty funny one. So sorry about that. Hope you guys enjoy. We'll be back with good audio next time. I promise. All right. Bye-bye. Last week, last Tuesday, producer Michael and I and several okay. friends. Killed um, Zack Snyder. Un- under the no, Not yet. Under he, the guise of night. <laughs> you'll hear about that when that happens. It's going to be very, it's, there's a whole reason. Um, no <laughs> we, we, under the name, the Snyder, but. Had, went to a Marvel and a Marvel Cinematic Universe trivia night at Dave and oh, Buster's God. in Hollywood, California. Damn! And we won. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Damn, we, that's pretty sad, dude. We, I, Tim, I know we joke about it, but I think I might know too much about it, Tim. Okay. Because <laughs> because it's not even like it's not even like oh, which director of which film. It was also the director of this other beloved blah blah blah. It was like, how many times does Doctor Strange's cloak go over his head? Or you know, it was like shit like that. Jesus Christ. And I was like, oh, it's six because it's the time in the house, the time in the. <laughs> it was bad, dude. I, I was embarrassed, but but also I I gotta be real with you. It felt good. Yeah. I really because now I feel like oh, I know the most of anyone in Hollywood. That's Wayne I, the Brain McLean. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's right i don't know what that is that's is, that, is that an mcu rep no <laughs> all right because i don't really understand ones it's that an aqua that. Te- it's an aqua teens reference where it turned out that the the, the champion of trivia uh it, in fact created the entire bar and game trivia night with his immense mind <laughs> it, was, it was all figment of his imagination pretty cool oh, no, so well i mean funny. that is the kind of trivia that i do find like like mentally ill where people are like, what, 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 what is, what are the, what's the makeup of the, the stones? It like, wasn't the molecular, the fake molecules that make up the stones. It's like, why would you need to know this? <laughs> it was mostly like, like when these two characters have a conversation about X, where are they when that happens? Like, do you remember <laughs> that scene or whatever? And I'm like, oh yeah, that was there. But then there was, there was kind of a through line of most. <laughs> do you of remember the questions. that scene? Uh, yes. Yeah. All right. Point. All right. <laughs> <laughs> It was most of the questions were actually very strangely worded where it was like, it would be like, what non-blue color that is red, but isn't orange, but also is blue is not blue. And you're like, well, magenta purple, I guess what are you talking about? And then there was a lot of that where then the answer was like, they could have just worded it like which one of these pictures is Iron Man and you would have gotten it right. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how they did it. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, but yeah, dude, it was, it felt, it felt good. You know, Tim, I was kind of hoping you'd be a little more excited for me. I'm very excited. Well, what did you win? I waited for the the spoils. We each, actually there was, there was some high drama because. High drama? Dude, actually, speaking of that, I'm going to take another detour. There, the, the second place team was Hail Hydra, was their team name. And every time some they said the name of the team, when they, like what place they were in throughout the, the trivia night, they would go, Hail Hydra. And we all kind of looked at each other and we were like, isn't that a Nazi thing? Like, I understand it's <laughs> but like explicitly. Like, yeah. <laughs> they were basically. You're, like, lo- you're looping around, right? Yeah. <laughs> or it's like, just like. They were the Nazi mad science division. Like that's yeah. who they are. That's what that is. <laughs> anyway. Um, so we, we were supposed to win according to the website. Um, each member of the team was meant to get a $25 Dave and Buster's gift card. And wouldn't you know it, we end the thing and the manager guy comes over and he hands us a single card and we go, okay, maybe it's, it's all of it's on there. It's on this one card, but <laughs> guess what? We go, we leave the room the trivia was in, which also we thought we were going to be like in the main bar with all the TVs and stuff. Like it's a trivia night at a bar. It's usually in the main. They're going to tuck your nerd, you fucking nerds away in the corner. We were in a fucking like miniature model of a middle school cafeteria with half of the fluorescent lights off. It was very weird. That's right. No, they were right to do that. No, they're right. (laughs) I agree. Nah, you're wrong. It, we needed front and center. Everyone needed to see how smart I am. Um, also, I love that, like, dude, $25 <laughs> to Dave and Buster's. 
Wait, hang on. <laughs> smart? Yes. Tim. I'm sorry. Is this is this a, is this a contest that gauges how smart Tim, one is? I think, <laughs> I think Albert Einstein once said, "If you judge a vision by his ability to replicate matter, come on, man." That's yeah, true. No, yeah, I remember that. It's the fish quote where he's not don't, not even like half alive, yeah. not even a little chuckle. No, I, I didn't get the. Fish I don't quote. know what the fuck Albert Einstein said. Yeah, like a, he said a lot I, of stuff. I guess I don't know if this is an Einstein quote. Whatever. I told you. How much, clearer, how much clearer do I need to be that I know I know about you know, one it's, thing? It's like that Einstein quote. If you if you get a fish to do MCU trivia at a tree all day, he's not it's gonna like, do a great job. You know, I think Albert Einstein once said, That's my secret, Cap. Um, <laughs> but anyway, they stick us out of the room. We leave, we we swipe the thing, and then me and Michael, don't you know it? Realized when we were like, they've only given us $25. We marched back into the trivia room, talked to the host of the trivia night who oh, had yeah. nothing to do with it. Definitely. We were like, hey, um, on the website it says. Um, and she went, stop. Just the, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's like, go out there and talk to those people. And we went, well, yeah. Because okay. when, when you know you don't have a, someone doesn't have authority and you're bringing them your problem anyway, what you're saying is like, hey, can you put yourself like in the middle of this? Oh, like, hey, could you like give yourself like a, a headache? For a second. And I will tell you, when, when, you're, <laughs> when you're in that lady's position, the last person that you want to deal with is Michael. I can imagine yeah. <laughs> how he strode right up to her, dude. I can see it in my oh mind. My God, yeah. I backed him up, dude. I was fired up. You don't understand. Like, we like, like his boneless wings winners. were cold. You don't get it. <laughs> we, had, we were riding high, dude. We owned that. I literally was at the bar, some guy. Do you was, know who I am? Honestly, Tim. <laughs> I had that energy. I got bumped oh into God. by a large man, a large, presumably Russian man. Mm-hmm. And I was about to like stare him down and be like, you got a fucking problem, chief? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't mean to do yeah. our Oh, <laughs> uh, man. I was anyway. about to stare him down. I was about to. I did not. No, I didn't. But I really thought about it. And that's yeah. be- when you think about it, that's that's what makes me even tougher than he is. That's true. Twenty-five dollars. That's a bad Dave and Buster's prize too, dude. That's like it got us through the whole rest of the night. Really? Yeah. I thought that like we just played one... ball. Oh, yeah. okay, that makes sense. <laughs> no, nah, no. Nah. But I don't know. Well, because no, isn't like I, last time I went to Dave and Buster's, like one fucking game of Mario Kart was like five dollars. That might be true. I I was very drunk as well. Let me be. Let me get another element into this. We had started drinking before we went, <laughs> and so most uh, okay. of the night was like. <laughs> <laughs> just screaming it, it, a, a lot more bustering than Dave. yeah <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, so anyway i'm sorry that anyone, to everyone else at that david musters at night i'm glad that i'm glad you guys had a good time what are you sorry for well because you, you you know they were you, they got to be around that do you know how frequently they got, they got put down <laughs> listen man i understand that like a mile away is the soho house where like if you're near there, you run into really actually important people. But uh, that night, I think they were the winners in Hollywood, California. That's true. Well, go to the what's the trivia house at Soho night? <laughs> it's I don't want to. It's do a this quest joke. tree. It's a quest <laughs> tree in evening. Take it away, Nick. <laughs> I'm trying to. I feel like the trivia house in Soho night is they just show you different nude celebrities with like eyes wide shut masks on. And you have to name <laughs> them by their cocks and pussies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You yeah. must be new. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, we're joined by Nick. Welcome to Reasonable Beef. Uh, we're intro of the show like 11 minutes into this. My name's Tim. I'm here with, with my buddy Dom. Hey, Dom. You, talk, you took it from me again. You didn't even Sorry. Team, you, yeah. Uh, and who do we have? Who's our guest? You just introduced me. You took that from him, yeah, too. You took yeah. it from me, too. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I forget how fucked up this show is. <laughs> and it's always been this way. It's never been like, it's never been good. See, what it is, is you, ha- you have to excuse the rickety structure. Because once we get into the meat of it, it's a very good show. Oh, totally. Uh, but no, in the beginning, I just don't know how to say my own name. or Just, like a, just like a giraffe. I do the same thing. I stopped I stopped enjoying very, very much like a giraffe. I stopped introing anytime I do a podcast. I don't intro the guests. I don't say the name of it. I it's like you'll get you'll get it. All right. I, yeah. I don't. I yeah. I don't try so to. What's the point? We, anything. We write it in the title. Right. You know what you clicked mm-hmm. on. 
You clicked on it to get here. I guess that's true. You know what, Nick? You've convinced me. I'm never doing it again. I'm actually gonna be. Good. I'm gonna be pushing this episode like that U2 album or whatever yeah. that was. <laughs> yeah. Songs, yeah. Songs of innocence. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of people who are like, "What yeah. is this? <laughs> Why do I have this?" Yeah. Anyway, well, anyway, we're talking Nick, about Nick, welcome, welcome, uh, a, a refugee adrift on the on the podcasting sea, but about oh, yeah. about to, soon soon to land upon a, a new and glorious isle. Oh yeah, that'll be great. So, Thank you guys for letting me on your vessel for a spell. Yeah, it's okay. You know, I mean, you you look wet out there. You're getting briny. <sighs> I stay your, wet your and salty. Fingers, dude. <laughs> fingers are mad pruned, bro. Um. Anyway, Ugh. welcome. Thanks for coming on. We're uh, oh me. god. This episode, we we saw the Suicide Squad. James Gunn's The Suicide mm-hmm. Squad just came out this year, and this is special for beef. Because the very first episode of Reasonable Beef was the original Suicide Squad. Oh, that's is that true? Right. Very first episode. F- I mix it up with when we were doing because Nick was on the like first first iteration of the talking about thing. Yeah, talking I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember. Deadpool. I don't know about that. Deadpool. So I, kinda conf- I confuse those. Oh, I remember. <laughs> oh, oh my! I remember. Look, there was there was a whole Tim Kish YouTube channel. We had Goons of Saturn. We had uh, Businessmen. Oh, oh God! Right. I think I created a couple. Uh, thumbnails for those for those videos yeah no they're all they're all gone it's okay. Why are they gone you're they're gone <laughs> well because i'm start, I, listen well there's reasons for it and we'll get into it later yeah, yeah. Oh, anyway see. um anyway so we Tim saw got the, recruited by the cia he's not yeah. supposed to talk about it but. that's true i also fucking never understood what the pun in goons of saturn was supposed to be because it's like moons. oh does he mean like moons moon? yeah but saturn has rings not moons it's the moons of jupiter there's many, and there's moon uh, no well, saturn has many moons as well does Saturn have a lot of moons? Yeah. Also, Nick, it has one ring. <laughs> no, there's many rings. No, the rings. Okay, are, the rings. Oh wait, are no, 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 wait, 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 wait. What? Which one has rings? Well, <laughs> it's still whatever it was, Tim got, got it all fucking line. wrong. <laughs> it's, you're, dude, you're thinking of the green zone. All right. <laughs> oh, goons of sad business man. Well, you know that's what he thought Listen. was good back then. Hey man. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's the reason why we're keeping this all. Uh, why did you ever bring this up? Why did you ever? I'm do this sorry. Well, I had so much fun. I had because, we, Tim. We I, love your videos. Yeah, oh, they no. were great. Yeah, but that's not. why we brought it up. Oh okay. my god! First he hated Hulu, then he loved Hulu. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> so we watched the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. It was weird how it also. Uh, how in a very small in between the title, you could see it said only between the and suicide. What do you really? Mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In really small font. Yeah. yeah. I saw that. The, the only suicide squad. Yeah. Why did why, anyway, whatever. Why, why is it called I, that? Because they want you to, well, here's what's weird. They, they really were selling us on the idea that this was a reboot. It's definitely a sequel. It's totally it, like, sequel. I yeah. would say outside of Rick Flagg's character being completely different, everything else tracks as a sequel to The Suicide Squad. Even down to like, uh, oh god, I never remember these fucking names. What's Idris Elba's uh, character's name? Mud. Mud. Bloodsport. Yeah, Bloodsport. Yeah. <laughs> I made that joke earlier. <laughs> that's really what's in, that's in my head. Mudsport. It's like Bloodsport is fucking dead down to like his daughter. Like the, that that daughter is a yeah. carryover directly from the first Suicide Squad. Well, I mean, I, it literally is. I mean, if you consider his daughter is like a young girl in the first one and in this one would now be about the age that she is. Like it, it is it is very funny how just how much tracks with Deadshot, like very, very yeah. little needed to change. Yeah. And I, that's um, why I thought I thought it was I mean, I guess they just dude, pushed it because it was so critically reviled they were pushing it as a reboot but it, it really didn't feel like that Bloodsport and deadshot translated into other languages is the same name like once it yeah, goes through true. one filter it's the same yeah, name. when you put blood sport into korean back to english it turns into deadshot yeah it's <laughs> yeah. one of those interchangeables um yeah you know so what let, let's can we start with what was everyone's general takeaway when I, they, uh, when it ended when, when I, it ended yeah by the time I didn't, it the second hour won me over. I ultimately mm. liked it, but it has not stuck with me at all. Yeah, I think. Yeah, okay, Timmy. I think that I, I initially walked away from this pretty negative, mm-hmm. um, especially since I heard like a lot of really positive buzz going in. Um, 
I, I think I was just a little confused by it. I think it, it felt like Guardians of the Galaxy with like a big chunk. I was of, confused. Like, it was like weird. Missing the baby could talk, but no one else knew it could talk. And I guess <laughs> it was like they kept referencing this other story that I had I didn't understand. Right. <laughs> I was watching the episode of Family Guy, folks. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I felt like it felt like Guardians of the Galaxy with with its like heart cut out. Um, you know, yeah. the, the kind of roguish band of misfits that sort of find a, a pseudo familial relationship in this, you know, this this Suicide Squad. Um, but but there's you know pseudo obviously familial. Like, there's like a yeah pseudo familial. Um, but there is like a there's a distance that James Gunn keeps throughout the entire movie to keep it as like a dark comedy that like you never quite get invested, I think, in the heart of it. Um, and it, it's played for laughs constantly, but I think that it just kept me from ever getting invested with anyone in this. You kind of know what I mean? Like there, I there is, there is and like, I, and I everybody, think... everybody is the characters in a joke. It's a lot like liking the characters in like a, uh, like a Rick and Morty or like a, like a, think... like a high concept cartoon. I mean, here's yeah. the deal too. The 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 assignment is different than Guardians of the Galaxy, and obviously that is why he was hired. Obviously, that's his his thing, and you know the band of misfits and the group, and he really did. I mean, you know, truly, it's it cannot be underestimated, or maybe I mean maybe it could be underestimated, but he ha- he reinvigorated the like team bunch of dummies movie thing right like we've yeah. now seen that tried to be copied since 2014 with is that for 2014 sure. with guardians so well, even even in like a even in like um james or uh, i'm sorry um shane black's uh the predator like you totally. know with, with, yeah, with yeah, their I, sort of like yeah. ragtag group of like uh, i mean that's guys. the thing it's of like, like oh, you're really trying to shoot shane black and james gunner probably they're at the same watering hole you know they're they're pulling yeah, that, a lot like, of the that, same that's stuff. that's what i mean yeah but but I, I so I think it's it's interesting you say that it's like Guardians without with the heart ripped out because I I like I agree with the sentiment of what you're saying I don't necessarily think of it as a negative thing because it's one of those weird again we're always pulling back to like what it is up to and what was its mission sure. statement well, and I don't I'll, know if it well, if it wanted that. us to yeah well, it was it was look at that look, and at, I think, look, look at that body with its heart ripped out isn't that fucking cool to say because like, yeah. no because I, I don't yeah. think it's unabashedly like I think it knows that it's kind of that. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't think that it's a sweet movie. Well, no, but it does. But this, this is what's... And I guess, like, at the end of the day, it's yeah, like... It, it's, it's, it is a superhero blockbuster movie, so everybody has to be likable. But I was like, it's weird how... Like, these are supposed to be villains who are in prison because they're the worst... And it's like... But they all came off, like, basically very likable. Like, they were yeah. super... Like, it's I, a I, team I, of rocket raccoons. Right. Yeah, basically. Yeah, sure. <laughs> who is it? <laughs> Rocket Raccoon is from the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's the uh, fucking raccoon. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I, I thought he's I would the one say that's a raccoon, funny, but... man. What do you mean? Well, now know. he knows. He's just trying <laughs> to. Uh, don't do this to me. I was, I was hoping Dom was going to explain. I was going to go, you sure? That doesn't sound I'm right. a winner. Don't you get it? Um, yeah. But I, okay, so what I was going to say was like, yeah, I realized I, I was along for the ride in the sense that I think I entered this movie. I didn't love the promotional stuff because I, I just it, it's funny I'm saying this because I feel like in its mission statement, it is something that I tend to not even necessarily judge in any sort of objective way. But just me personally, I don't tend to love that sense of humor or that sense of like kind of I don't even want to say mean spirited, but no, I mean, it is. I it's like a, a bet. Um, so I will say that I pretty much from frame one was like kind of like allowing it. I was like, you got to prove me right. Like you got to pull me in and like, show me I'm that I should be having a fun time. And I do think he did that literally every single step of the way with the yeah, movie. No, but I, I, I agree with you because at the end of it, I was like, Oh, the characters didn't really change. You know, like no, no one, there was yeah. no big character. Cause it's not a character movie. Really. It's, it's characters interacting with each other, but I feel like it was all in service of the zoomed out, what are we doing? What's the metaphor? Rats versus the big star. Like, what are we, right. you know? Oh, dude. Uh, and the, the messaging of this movie is so fucking 
because I love that it's like it's on one hand the movie like wants to say something about like America interfering in like developing nations, but then like what is the the good thing that the Suicide Squad does is they back uh revolution they back like a revolutionary group to overthrow the Cuban government, and I'm like okay, well what are you doing? Mm. Like this is the politics of this are so stupid, dude. Like well, what I, are you trying to say? I, I think that I think that they're perfectly liberal because there's just I, I I don't know, man. It, it's it. <laughs> whatever we'll, we'll, we'll back up sorry I, I didn't mean to dive into that right no now, no do it i do want to i do want to talk about, about like the sense. i want to go back to the sense of humor for a second because i i really do think that there is some generational politics that we need to break down in looking at this mm-hmm. like this is gen x guy kill barney uh like evolution <laughs> Right. You know what I mean? Like it's, it, it, it all comes from that. Like uh, to use a, an image you, you wrote earlier, Dominic, like watering hole, like, like uh, kill, kill the, the superheroes. You know what I mean? Like it's like a violent over the top fantasy. And, and I think that like we've played in this, um, in this water a lot, like in, in comics over the last couple of years, like with Malar and all that. Um, so just to like see it on screen, I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. This is like an adaptation of like that tone and that, uh, that kind of like feeling um but i don't quite get what the theme was like i don't get what they're trying to say by doing that kind of like hyper violence and like gleeful vi- you know what i mean like like gleefully mean violent it- ridiculousness i don't get what they're trying to say <clears throat> where it falls apart for me where it got confusing was that dude are these sirens really loud <laughs> well uh, i mean someone's in trouble don't no? Yeah. Well, that's very rude of them. I sent out a lot of emails about this recording. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I said no crime and no accidents. Be very safe and don't do anything mean. I have a big sign I hold up that says "There better be a fucking fire whenever it gets yeah. too loud." <laughs> How loud? Podcasting. Yeah. This is my job. They're actually late. They're late to their podcast. They're just yeah. trying, to clear, <laughs> trying to clear some traffic. Um, Thanks for joining but, in on Ambulcast. <laughs> I don't know, Ambule cast. <laughs> Today, today's guest is this fucking guy. What's <laughs> yeah. your name, sir? <laughs> <laughs> My fucking hand. <laughs> um, so anyway, I, what I was gonna say was it kind of it kind of get it got a little murky for me, perhaps in a very surface level way, and I think in a deeper thematic way, with them actively killing the starfish and us supposed to feel fuck yeah about it. Cause mm-hmm. like it was so the starfish, they say, you know, they, they take it down, they kill it. And I had a hard time. I would say, honestly, that was the most semblance of a team of villains that I got was from the the murder of this, like, captive alien that clearly wasn't. Wait, me, but Dom, you know. Dom, it was sucking the faces. This is all right. You lost me, dude. I'm confused. <laughs> it, did you see that guy's face? It was fucking sucking people's faces off and killing babies. I know. I think I maybe just thought it was so sad. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it is. It is ultimately like a trip, but that's that's kind of what I mean to say about like I, I have no idea what this movie is trying to say at any point. Like when it has babies? this, when it has when it has the grand star going, like I just I felt peace drifting amongst the, the clouds. It's like uh, okay, what, what's <laughs> ultimately thematically? I will say, what you is, know, you're, what you're is right. them was, killing the star mean? I it really was that clue. line. It was that line where I was like, yeah, wait, that was I don't, just well, sad. I don't want to be yeah. dying. I don't, I, like, I, do, oh. I don't know, man. I like... <laughs> I I get it because because what it was was that he then broke out and then he was just bad. And when he was like, this is actually my like you thought the bad guys who were going to control me wanted to control the city. Well, actually, I, the big starfish, want to control the city. So it was sort of like the same problem. And I I, I track that. I'm not trying to like fully. I just I I I'm with you in that I lost what exactly it what exactly the point was, because it is it does get murky when you're like. You know, if the rats, if rats are lovable, this most despised creature, then that means like, obviously it's like, okay, they're the rats. Like me cut to me in the theater going, ah, they're the rats. You know what I mean? But I I just, I don't, this is, I mean, Dom, if you saw, I just have to, this is, I'm a stickler on this. If you saw anything as big as that fucking star in downtown (laughs) Burma, you would not be like, leave him be. (laughs) He wants to go home. I mean, oh, don't yeah, be mean to him. To be fair, he did not want to go home at that point. Yeah, at that not. point, he wanted to kill yeah. people. But I, I understand. I guess I just felt it was that was the time I felt it felt actually like 
tragic in a way that i'm not even saying it's a bad thing but like Mm. for all the other like when they go through the the what they think is the enemy camp and they're killing people and then you find out they were all the freedom fighters or whatever oh yeah and you see that guy's penis Mm. who's penis oh yeah was it big tim it was i was almost that says a lot about you tim that's true See to me oh, that was what, a very very your... tiny super duper tiny wow. penis mm, for me mm, for me mm. from from where I'm standing <laughs> tiny tiny penis nine feet up in the air where I'm standing <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, oh, five five feet eight inches yeah. you can't even say <laughs> hey be nice to me it's five foot nine oh, I'm sorry did, did you right. grow. <laughs> I anyway. actually genuinely thought I was 5'10 for like many years. I really, oh, yeah. I don't know why or when or how. And because I wasn't insecure about it's my a, height. It's until those I, clouds. Until... The clouds that were starting to collect them around your forehead. It makes you start to Man, feel a little big nice. for your bridges. All right, whatever. Uh, anyway. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's the worst doctor's visit when they actually, when they measure you accurately. And you're like, oh, I thought yeah. I was like, you're not. You'll never be. <laughs> okay so you're so you're fat they're and like, small you're like this is science man i don't know yeah. like what, what how do you yeah. think my part of this conversation is gonna I, didn't, go? I didn't go to school for eight years to have you tell me how tall you are <laughs> that's very true whatever it makes it, it well listen the star the star is the bad guy Okay, yeah. and it was too fucking uh, big. I'm sorry. I know I keep harping. Yeah, way, way I actually big. thought it was interesting. No, but I, that he, I, I want to talk about the rats. Okay, fine. Talk about the fucker. I, well, I wanted to talk about the, the rats because that is the closest that the movie gets to establishing like any kind of thematic resonance with with the characters, right? Because like, mm. you just mentioned it. Where uh, if if these lowly creatures can can find love, um, or or deserve or or have worth or have value, then mm-hmm. then, then there's hope for all of us. But I, I like I I don't <laughs> that introduces an emotional core that is simply not there. You know what I mean? Like that. It, yeah. it, it, I think it, more it of the problem is rats don't murder fathers yes. and mothers. <laughs> they don't orphan that, children. That's very true. <laughs> yeah. And there is like there is a separate. And then I do want to talk about like the the cape shit element to this of like you, you mentioned this is a superhero movie. I, I don't know what part of this is even recognizable as like traditional superhero stuff anymore. It's mostly guys with guns that kill people, but they're dressed up funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or, I like there's a mask. shark man. His mask. That's true. Cool. It's very, it's a very cool. It's a very cool mask. How'd you feel shark about man. shark man? I, uh, I thought he was funny. shark. Yeah. I liked him. I thought for sure he was going to die. And when he didn't die, I was happy. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Well, that's, and that's the, something else that I, that I heard about this is that like, Oh, I, I kind of like that, you know, anyone can die at any moment and it, you, you kind of like don't get a sense of that, that the cast is establishing. I just don't buy that at all. Like yeah. I don't I, no, It's still the core. Thing, like as soon as, yeah. like as soon as you ironed out the core people, you knew that they were going to stick around for, for yeah. mostly the whole thing. I did think it was it, weird when the shark went, I am Groot. I, I yeah. Was that was it. <laughs> See, there's an Easter IMDB trivia there. <laughs> there's an Easter egg in C4. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so was her, was Ratcatcher two also addicted to drugs because she's like asleep no, for dude, the whole she movie? Was just a sleepy young person. It was oh, just a joke. Is that James, like a trope? James Gunn met one of his girlfriend's daughters who was sleepy, yeah. and he said, <laughs> "No, he, he, James Gunn it. met his girlfriend." <laughs> and he's right. like, what, do, what do millennials? What are millennials into? I don't know anything actually. About I don't, yeah, I don't know anything about him. Yeah, he he might be he might be chill. I don't know, but he's oh, <laughs> the color of his glasses and the, the level of his station in Hollywood make me think that he dates a millennial. But I love to imagine James Gunn trying to get like a twenty three year old TikToker into like MGMT. Can you see that? <laughs> I can see it so clearly. Well, that's what. Uh, let's talk about the needle drops. I guess we we could transition. Oh, can so, we? So, can we talk about the needle drops? My so God. WB WB continues their trend of like. You know, it's a little less egregious in this one. I, I went back and rewatched that first Suicide Squad in prep for this. Um, and the, the needle drops in that one are truly, truly insane. Like it, it opens with like, um, uh, like Born on the Bayou or something as it shows a bayou. Yeah. Uh, in, into like um, You Don't Own Me, into Sympathy for the Devil as it shows like the, the, the Suicide Squad. It's so ridiculously dense. Well, here's the here's the ideal cut of su- the 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 Suicide Squad soundtrack. The Suicide Squad soundtrack is it really made my teeth. I thought my I was gonna swallow my own fucking teeth from how hard they were like 
like gritted and curled. I mean, it was really bad. But the you know that original Suicide Squad album, the original songs written for Suicide Squad, that's a good sound. I want to, I want somebody to like cut those songs into this movie. What the score? Is, the no, not the score. Like like purple, like the fucking. Yeah, I guess. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, are you talking about the Suicide Squad? No, no he's saying there's Suic- like an album. There was, that was Suicide like- Squad had an album, like oh, okay. of original yeah, yeah. music that they didn't use, and that was great. And it like I thought the music in the first Suicide Squad was way better than the one than the. Do shit you in this think? Because because I will say this, I clocked the music more than I do in most needle drop movie things. And do you think it's that thing where it's like that hairline of interesting taste and and an interesting repertoire of bands and stuff that you listen to but it's it's not <laughs> but i'm saying like it's such a thin line i feel like between using stuff or using because like what if it was all it was all the same bands but it was tracks that you thought were cooler you know what well, i mean there were, no there were tra- there were there were tracks in the suicide squad that i liked i like like i, I love the song hey by the pixies and the way that he used it made me go fuck you dude come on I guess I yeah. didn't really, I didn't necessarily. I clocked when when the Fratelli song came on. I was like, oh yeah, interesting. Like that. Well, that the, I felt like all of the needle drops are very comically like it's sort of like a 2008 iPod on shuffle. Like yeah. you you introduce Whoa. Idris Elba's character to a song by the Decemberists. Like oh, you know yeah, what I mean? It's all right. just like it's also like very interesting. Like again, Gen X, early 50s guy choices. Where I'm thinking, like, okay, this is just like the kind of music that you listen to. Like, <laughs> hey, you remember yeah. like, that iPod commercial band, the Fratellis? What if we fucking drop one of their songs in here? That's hey. like 15 years old at this point, by the way. Uh, just, <laughs> just throw that out there. Like, that yeah. first album's it, it, great, Tim. The, the, it's all very fun. Like that. I'm gonna call like 2005 to like 2000, let's say 13, as like a no man's land for for media. Uh, like stuff that you just really never really hear reference. And whenever I hear it in a, in a movie, like in modern times, I was just like, whoa, like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy shit. Like, you know, any kind of 2009 indie rock sound like um, what's that, that band, The Heavy? Um, oh, yeah. I, I just it's... heard that recently. Uh, uh, How You Like Me Now. Like anytime I hear, I hear that song, I'm just like, whoa, <laughs> cool. like, holy shit. Like, that's so out of vogue. It like shocks me. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just I'm on one about these needle drops. No, 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 no. But I'm just because it. (laughs) That's a good one. I mean, that's a a good. (laughs) That is a well. No, (laughs) that's a good example of what I'm talking about. I'm just like who? No one listened to that song, and yet. Yeah, Yeah, I don't. I I think I think it was just like and and look clearly it like is they are all clearly very james gunn but i think that like the and i I, you know i like interesting music and movie i like that but it just it these needles i've never been so taken out of a movie i think something is happening here and i think if i had to break if i had to start pulling it apart i think there's this weird element of like by virtue of especially when it's someone like james gunn who we who we at least perceived to be someone extremely in control. <laughs> don't, don't make fun of me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, we perceive that he has a lot of like control. And when a song is in it, it's because he loves that song. And like, you know, that's just how we go in. Like that. We just, there's a general understanding of that. And I think there's a lot of like, uh, soundtracks and stuff that we didn't have that uh, how would you say like contemporary awareness when those movies came out we didn't like think of like ah yes this you know person thinks these songs are cool and that's why they're in the movie and we really like are just it's just being very aware of like someone saying like hell yeah drop that one in you know what i mean and yeah. then it kind of creates like a, you're sort of like braced in that weird way rather right. than just experiencing something and you're hearing it and you're not imagining the dude at the edit bay being like, hey, try this on for size and slides right. in an iPod Nano. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I, I guess what I'm my... saying, this is, this is in defense. I'm saying I understand what you're saying because I also felt that I had an awareness I don't usually have with like needle drop stuff. Usually it feels more like commercial studio almost heartless using track like you're, you're more like yeah oh wow what what deal do they have that they had to like right that they put this in or whatever I, I almost this was a like, rare yeah and this is and don't take this as like me trying to suck off because or 
you know, because next year, but I, I, I almost trying to suck off. But I I almost take it like I would rather the promoting a new song in your movie, you know, like doing cross promotion of like, um, what's a song? What's an example? I guess like Harry Nilsson, Everybody's Talking or Midnight Cowboy. Right? Oh yeah, like essentially, that's with like a hit song because it was in that movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Instead of like using sympathy for the devil or like insanely either insanely widely used songs or like songs from a very vapid commercial era that I that I just recognize like the Fratellis are like, you know, they're a fine band. And I'm like, this is an Edgar Wright needle drop. This is not, you know what I mean? Like, a, yes, like a song. it's no baby driver. Yeah, there, there's no there's no street cred to that needle drop. In, but that's in, what I'm saying. Life. Do you think that that's part of what it is? And that's fine. And this is this can be the answer. But do you think that it's just you don't think those songs are as cool? Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I would say, no, I mean, that's the long and the short of it. Like, I, like, I, like, I, like I would say half the songs in this have been in, uh, uh, been in something before they have commercial application. Like the, the, uh, these are people who died is in fucking ET. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> yes, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that is a, that's a very overused song. The Jim Carroll band. But, but again, here's the thing. I like that song and I've seen it used in movies where I like, it was specifically his use. There are songs in this movie that I like and I just didn't un- like his use of them took me way the totally. fuck out of it. And I'm so not trying to say that's invalid. I, I, I just find it interesting because, because that's, it's one of those ones where it's hard to parse out. Cause I was also tuned in. So it's like, it's very hard to like how much of that is like fair. How much of it is. Cause I have seen him tweet too much. You know what I mean? You know like it is? It's, it's, <laughs> it's, cor- it's, it's the corny English teacher showing you a cool man. That's like, that's the vibe that I get from man, it. She's like, Hey, check I, this out. Check this out. This is the Violet Femmes. Check dude, this shit out. <laughs> this literally <laughs> happened to me. Dude, our homeroom teacher would hold us hostage. You'd be like, you kids ever heard of Liz Fair? And he fucking played <laughs> on the on the iHome that he had in this. Like, yeah, I, it's like, no, this is cool. This is cool. But this is like, this is like, and this is going to sound so douchey, but this is like your third or fourth stop on, on the, the, the train to like, enjoying media and and music and it's like and like but but i sound like a douchebag because this is a wb mass-produced movie right this is like a for a wide audience so you're turning a lot of people onto this that would have never heard this music i'm also i'm not trying to make that i I just truly i find this this interesting yeah no no i i agree and and i think also it, it can't be broken down that this is like a like a mental uh like a mental labyrinth that I put myself in of like, Oh, here's cool music. And here's not cool music. And that, and let, let me navigate like, well, <laughs> hang on. What, what actually, what actually it. has street cred and what actually it's, is dope. And what I- it's a similar intangible thing to just directing in general, where sometimes you feel it. Sometimes there's little hairs on it and it tickles you. And other times it slides on by. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. That's, that's Sorry, the, those, the the words cat, I, those are all the, the words. I just walked past me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, okay, so let's let's. I guess we could we could talk about this movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what have you been doing? What are you talking? Yeah, about? <laughs> I, I guess like my yeah yeah. I guess uh, I guess what we're saying is like the soundtrack was unusually jarring for yeah. for like in a way that in a way that I just did not expect. That's all. I'm, that's all I'm really saying. Yeah, I, that's, I mean that's fair. Yeah, I get that. I and I, I think maybe part of it is also like the fact that the marketing for this really does hinge on the idea that um, James Gunn is like a populist auteur. Right. Mm-hmm. Like he's got this, he's got this like this uh, horribly uh, beautiful mind, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Like the hor- the horribly beautiful mind of, of James Gunn, who, who definitely has like clout in coming from like OG, like splurts and, or, you know, splatter, splatter yeah. cinema with the trauma stuff. Well, there's, I want there's something I actually, <laughs> I was, it's called that's, different, different, that's a different genre. Well, I, I, I do want to know what, because like I used to really, I mean, I like a lot of the, I love James Gunn. I love James Gunn's trauma work. I love him. I love his character in the Toxic Avenger 4, um, <laughs> I, which I can't believe nobody has canceled him for. Um, I don't even know what you're talking about. He, we'll James, back, Gunn, uh, James Gunn, he, he plays a very offensive stereotype in that movie. Um, yeah, he's he's doing a, um, a neurodivergent uh, character, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, a, a, a parody of a very famous uh, astrophysicist, English astrophysicist with a disability. Well, he's oh. kind of doing that, but it's also just kind of a really gross like, right. One. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's like drooling on himself. No, but, I mean, uh, but that uh, look, there there oh, is something ahead. to be said that he comes, he does come from a background of like excess and grotesquity. 
and, yeah, it, and, and it's not it's not a coincidence that that shit shows up in all of his movies like i mean and it's, it's really cool my... like like specifically the the experiment chamber that where you've got the people who are like and it's practical effects too i think when you got the starro victims in this movie who are like all cut apart that's very trauma in a way that was like like that sequence in the movie is super mm-hmm. fucking cool but i do feel like something happened to james gunn post marvel because i was a really big fan of slither and super and it's something it's his writing is how he got a little too fucking cute after the guardians movies that that in a way that's not really present in those in those other two films he directed and I don't. I, and I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's just the Marvel machine, or what, or if his actual true sensibilities changed. I don't know. No, I mean, I think I do think it is a bit like a. I'm. It is very similar to Shane Black in that it does feel like a bit of a, a feedback, where, yeah, he's kind of just like leaning into the James Gundity of his films in this one. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is. Uh, how, how much, like, well, how much of the Reddit coverage on this have I seen where people are just like, "Oh my god, that's, so, that's such a James Gunn move to do this in this movie." It's like, what, what do you mean? Yeah, what are you basing <laughs> that off? Not Steven Spielberg, guys. Like, I like the guy, but you like, know, it is even solid to, movies, and then a Marvel movie to talk right. about him though, like getting cute or whatever. There is a very, there is a genuine, you know, you can track this in the career of most filmmakers i would say specifically male filmmakers that there becomes this moment of the things that they think are cool they you know there's sort of a growing up aspect to it i'm not trying to cast like an objective truth to that or what is or is not mature or what is or is not immature but like they kind of they go that way oh i want to make more wholesome quote-unquote stuff or you know like wider audience stuff and then there's all there's kind of like the return as well, where it's like, oh, but that's I that is still part of me, and that's part of my my creative identity. So I'm going to do oh, that totally. kind of shit again. And obviously, yeah. we'd be remiss to not mention that this was fully a response and a return because of the Marvel thing blowing up for a second because of him having like you know his old mm. ickier sense of humor stuff still being present online, and that's that was literally explicitly why he was fired. And so I, I can imagine there's not, I mean, that's not, I'm not like taking a huge leap there, like him then being like, okay, then I'm going to do this R rated blood and guts one for your enemy. And I know I'm not trying to make it sound so petty. Cause I don't think it was. And I think him and, you and Kevin Feige have a good relationship, but like, but you understand my disappointment in, in that, like all of that is present. And then you take all of that wonderful context and don't really say anything with your movie. Like, like I, I was expect, not that I was expecting like a big fuck you Disney film from WB, right? Although that's no, not, of course really not. Out of question, considering there's four movie studios, I'm sorry, three movie studios left, right? Like it, it wouldn't be crazy for, for studios to take like big swipes at each other or do whole movies that are parodying one another, like in the near future. Um, but like all of that went down with James Gunn and his response to it was, oh yes, he had sex with the star monster. Isn't that gross? You know what I mean? Like it, it's well, all yeah. like going back and doing a little bit of like, like I a childish the- show off, like show off where you're playing in the mud now, and like to to Dis- I guess presumably to Disney's chagrin, but like I don't know if they if anybody gave a shit. You know what I mean? I don't think anyone gives. It. Like, I, I think what I'm saying is like. Do you know how many kids watch the fucking Suicide Squad? Yeah, dude. dude. It's, I think it's impossible to part to to separate what is or isn't also a sincere output. Like we don't know what does that even mean. What's since like what's his well, truth creatively? I'm not right saying now. it's insincere. Like, I'm not saying it's insincere. I'm saying it's 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 without substance. Mm-hmm. General. I mean that, and that's pretty much I mean, my big gripe with this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I, it, I think it's a sincere, like fun, gross. Uh, you know, trashy movie. Um, what, what do you think? Here's what it feels like. It, it, it does feel like the movie has like two minds about itself. Cause I'm one, I'm one and you could probably imagine the WB kind of <coughs> told James Gunn that like, Hey, we, we would like a guardians of the galaxy style fucking thing. And, and, and in return, we'll like, we'll give you the freedom to make the gross fucking weird James Gunn. I don't know. Like, because the, because the elements that are like guardians do feel half hearted. And the moments yeah. of the film that feel really inspired are like the fucking James Gunn, like mean, weird, gross. Moment. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to put anything on him or what his intentions were by saying that. But that's that's. Do you guys see what I'm saying when I say no, that? No, like, that, oh, I, that's exactly. I kind of that's yeah. that's exactly what I'm saying. With the whole thing is that like the heart of the movie is just it's tacked on there. Like the whole thing with Ratcatcher yeah. and and her father and and that that entire arc really didn't have very much 
my only hold up with it is that I'm kind of like when I look at 98% of the movie, the other 98% of the movie that has nothing to do with that or isn't trying to be some sort of sincere or whatever, or you know what I'm saying, like heartfelt kind of making mm-hmm. a point. It's sort of hard to be like, well, then what am I don't know? Like, what exactly am I? Because I, I like, what am I mad what about? I guess is basically what I'm saying. Because, because it, but, but it does come down to like, hijinks? I agree with you. I see, I see what you're saying. Because I think this is what we always come down to is it's like, we're playing by the rules that you've set up. We're in your movie. We're in your story. So what you do or do not add in is what then we are judging the other things on, or at least not judging, but that's a part of our experience. So when you see the little glimmer of like, Oh, this is trying to be sort of like making a sweet statement about people who are the rats of society or whatever it is that he's doing. And then when you see that and that comes up, you're kind of like, Oh, but was that what we were doing? Cause I, cause then it sort of feels unearned because we were just mostly having a fun, gross time. And then if you do that at the end of it, are we sort of like, Oh, that felt like a sincere payoff or does it just feel like, you know, that was something that that could occur during the creative process that made its way into the movie. And I would say, isn't not present, but I I see what you're getting at where it's like, it's, we, we talk about this all the time with anything. It's, It's just sort of like, Oh, but now you've made me try to think about it. Like you've brought it up. So now I'm being retroactive and, thinking right. about the movie as a whole and what were you up to that the whole time yeah yeah it's funny I was, I, I, and i guess going back to the other stuff that like the movie tries to cover with like okay like like who like who are the real villains because i guess like the real like all like the true villain of the movie is like amanda waller right which right. i liked i thought that was cool yeah but there was part of me and i know she gets fucking knocked out with a golf club or whatever but there was part of me that's like all right go get her <laughs> like that's what i that's actually what i, I really want to see i sort of thought that was what it was gonna do too it felt like a yeah. build up and then it was kind of just like, eh, she gets bonked, you know? Yeah. And, as, and then she was like, fine. She was like, cool with it, too. She was like, yeah. oh, nobody got fired. She's like, good, good, yeah. good bonk. <laughs> you, you win this uh, round. Yeah. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking hit me in the head with a golf club. You got me. <laughs> I don't know how to describe <clears throat> In a lot of ways, though, this might be one of the most, uh, and I feel like this, I say this phrase maybe every couple of years, but this one is actually pretty applicable one of the most like comic booky comic book movies ever, ever done. This feels like a, like a, uh, it's like summer of 2017. There's like a six issue new suicide squad, like one, uh, you know, like a, like a short, um, like six, six issue. I know exactly what you mean. Um, yeah, exactly. It, this feels like a modern comic a little bit. Like it's, it, you know, you're fully going to accept that everybody's just here, in ridiculous costumes. They're mostly just like people in like weird costume. Everybody's being gross and like sexual and highly violent with each other. Mm-hmm. There's like constant self-reference, self-referential, like meta humor bullshit going on. Like this is now we're, we're fully in like modern comics territory. Yeah. Well, that's the, it's funny. Th- this movie weirdly, you're right. It does have like, the, the feeling of like a limited run and, and weirdly the vibe that I got from this movie in a way kind of got me excited for the flash. D- does that, I don't know if that makes sense at all. <laughs> what? Well, no, like, no, just, just in like a studio way. Like, of ju- what yeah, just as in like, yeah, yeah. Like this is where their mindset is. Yeah. This is really going like, into the flash. Yeah. 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 Like, okay. The flash is probably also going to be like, you know, I, I, I oh, like, sorry, I, I, I appreciated how flash. fucking different it was and, and how like, I don't care if there's another suicide squad. Maybe I'll watch Like I, I did enjoy it by the end, but I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing like legitimately like different crazy stuff. Like, and I know we've been saying this about WB for a long time. Oh, there's no regard for the internet connectivity of it. But this was the first one that like kind of got me excited about that. Of yeah. like, okay, maybe the next movie will be fucking crazy too, and hopefully in like a more effective way. But you know, I had forgotten I that they that they take yeah, pains like in that, that first one to really establish it in the DCEU. So in so, totally. so far as having he shows that Batman yeah. shows up and the Flash shows up, like both yeah. of them in new scenes that they shot for David Ayer's Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. You know, going back and rewatching that one, I. I, I kind of was busted on David Ayer for getting on Twitter and, and saying like, there's a, re- there's a real one of my movie too. You know what I mean? And, which right. is like, it, it sounds uh, a, a bit like you're being an opportunist um, in, in the wake of Zack Snyder's BBS. But honestly, there might, he might, there might be something to that. Like the, I the, think he, he was responding to the more personal, like he was responding to the fact that it's like, 
his this new movie this new suicide squad has come out and it seems to be very personal digs that keep happening of like his horrible movie that he created yeah rather than just like, he's like that wasn't my movie right 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 which is that's he's, i mean you got to have sympathy for them I'm sure that happens constantly. but not this not to say he's not out here saying like the please help me make the david ayer cut but to say right. that like that's not really the movie i wanted to make and i'm like reading between the lines the movie he wanted to make probably also would have been like a, a piece of garbage but Suicide Squad is is so is bad and like a I hadn't seen movies be like that yet. You know what I mean? It was I think it was the first one where I'm like, did like a computer like assemble this? Yeah. Like, well, what, Tim, what the hell happened? Tim, honestly, if you read between the lines of that David Ayer statement, you're gonna see all my notes I gave him on bad grammar, put commas in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> break this paragraph. That's, up. That's true. <laughs> Suicide Squad would have been a, a transcendent film, legendary beyond all recognition. <laughs> It's like, let's get some punctuation in there, David. I know. I get it. David, it's a run-on sentence. <laughs> yeah, I, I read that, and it, I think, I don't know. I had a very, like, yeah, I believe you. Like, I believe that there was no, a thing sure. you were up to. Because sure. in the way that you're saying, too, that that movie feels like, did a computer put this together? It, might, it feels like probably it might as well have been, because I'm sure what happened was through test screenings and through notes and notes and notes and notes and notes, and they were taking, they were doing what they thought was a risk with someone who may, they maybe didn't even like trust all the way. So then what happens when you take a risky move with someone who you're not like, well, it'll pay off because of X, Y, and Z, you, you meddle. And then I'm sure that was what happened. And then it got put through the blender to being like, note on top of note that then things start not making sense together but they still they're not even everyone who's given the notes aren't even watching the movie through again they're just right. watching the spot you changed like i'm sure right. that that's part of what happens it, it's also funny yeah. how much like the chopped airs chopped up suicide squad base kind of became the blueprint for this one too like like there's the the construction of them like is i mean they're different movies but there's more similar about them than i than i expected going yeah in. I mean, I, I don't think I think inherently when you walk into the question of Suicide Squad, right, like you're handed that assignment. It's like, well, I need to introduce all of these fucking characters. And like, mm -hmm. There's only like there's only so many ways that you can introduce a cast of like 13 characters. I really like how I, it was shot in the beginning, too. Like when it did when it was zipping around like that, I was like, OK, yeah, man, move the camera around. Cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is this is fun. Like, I, I, I'll, well, I'll talk I'll talk about that in two seconds, but but. For the first Suicide Squad, what they went with is literally the first 35 minutes of that movie are front-loaded character dossiers. Literally, right. like, it, it's crazy. It is 35 right. minutes of, like, character dossiers. Whereas this one, they kind of do something a little funny with, like, you know, 20 minutes with this entire other Suicide Squad. Right. Um, uh, you know, just kind of give it, like, a bit of a prologue, like a, like a, a classic film taste, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um I, I thought it was clever, but I liked I, how fast know, it started like, too. Like yeah. a lot of stuff in this movie, I didn't. I don't feel like it was as clever as it. Oh uh, maybe, maybe thought it was being. <sighs> Fuck! I forgot that that's the first time when uh, Savant's head explodes. That's the first time we get silly letters written into the background, which happened. I think maybe like six too many times in this movie mm. for my taste. Mm. Yeah, I know what you mean. Any, any kind of like yeah, yeah. like that. It, it, it's it's, that, it's I don't. That's, I didn't, he just I was didn't doing love, that. Clearly, that was like a thing. He was like, "Yes, that's we're gonna do that. That's part right. of our you titles." Know, like, ironically, I think I liked the like aesthetic identity. And stop me if this sounds douchey. Uh, like the aesthetic identity of the stop. first one. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Moving on. Uh, no, uh, no, football. please, please. No, no. I, I, like I think I agree. I think no, I, I, agree I, think I like the aesthetic saying, identity yeah, of the first one a lot more than this one. Like the hyper yeah. neon Gotham look. Yeah, I agree. Um, was far more interesting than whatever this is. I guess some kind of like pseudo seventies mash. Um, I, I I don't even really know how to describe what what the aesthetic that this one was going for. Well, the the first one had there's the images just have a little more depth to them in that first suicide, like in a way that's more. I mean, I don't know. There are moments of this one. What Will Smith's outfit when he gets taken by Batman is so good, so fucking funny. He looks like he's in Drew Hill. Like he looks like he looks he looks, he looks like a. He looks like he's in New Jack City. It's fucking so crazy. Fucking funny, Batman dude. comes to New Jack City to to take Will Smith in that first scene. Oh, I love his hat. I wish they let him keep that hat the whole time. It's good. It's like tilted. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make a life for us. <laughs> well, do you? Right, uh, 
uh, uh, I, I did, I mean, like, I liked, like, I think I liked the character designs more in this new one, but I definitely, you're right, Tim, I like the aesthetics of the first one a lot more overall. And, and do you know what's, like, how much do you guys, I mean, for all the shit that David Ayer gets, his movie made more money at the box office. How much do you guys think that's, like, attributed to, like, the, the Joker was in it? I, I think it's most, it's impossible to tell. And I, I think even if, I feel like even it's if the, the I feel like it's the Joker and Will Smith. <laughs> I feel I like do. it's the Joker. So I'm pretty it's sure like, it's the Joker. Nick, the news, please. <laughs> Just click it on. No, I do feel like it's what he thinks possible to tell. Like it, uh, you, you could try to like break it down. Like you could try to take a content analyst mindset to it and break mm-hmm. it down of like, mm, you know, people like this character and this character. But I, I think that like the, the COVID, uh, just like the, the Schrodinger's COVID, just upsets mm-hmm. any other kind of an, like market analysis you can it's, make of this. It's movie. also the analysis the is kind of screwed because the other one I think did have. So I know it made a lot of money when it came out, but it does have such a bad word of mouth that like it's hard to then be the next one that you're doing where it isn't Will Smith and it doesn't have the joke. Like there's just sort you of a weird guys. like like okay then what are we like? I think people were just sort of like what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, it's like you know yeah, we're doing the Suicide Squad again. We took out the Joker and Will Smith, but we added the word the. Well, that's a bad deal. That's not going to be a good movie. <laughs> here's my like. Here's my ill brain. I'm, I'm imagining like taking time, resetting it twenty years. I'm like ten years old. and I want to rent Suicide Squad. I'm going to go and rent the one with Will Smith and the Joker on it. But my dad's going to go. You know that's the bad one, right? Oh, like no, no, this is the the good one because it's got the. Oh, uh, you are. Management. You're absolutely right, dude. Like, like, yeah, like, oh, fuck. What was the... I'm trying to remember who's in that Leprechaun movie. I picked the one with the rappers in it. It's uh, not a good... It's the, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Leprechaun I know you're talking about. In the hood. Yeah. I picked in Leprechaun the, yeah. in the hood. Ah, I should, I should, I should look up who's in that. Because Leprechaun. That was a, there's Leprechaun in the hood. Leprechaun goes to space. space. Yeah. And, Neil and then Armstrong's there's the one where they one. go to the, the hood in space. Where it's <laughs> like an answer. <laughs> Who wait? Oh did man! I, I, oh yeah, Ice T. <laughs> Ice T and Coolio are in Into Hood. Yeah, mm. yeah, and the, and you're right. And they did go through um, like 5G training to get to do the space one. Also, cool. Did you know that? Hell yeah! Nah, that's cool. Is this real? That's yeah. real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, Leprechaun and Coolio. War, Warwick space Davis. I didn't know about the space part. Yeah, they went to space for fucking Warwick Davis, and, and, an absolute movie. an absolute trooper for doing all of those movies. Totally. It's always him. Yeah, it's funny, man, because like Warwick, <laughs> Warwick Davis, like you, you like he will do anything to the point where you're like, it's crazy that you weren't mini me. Also, all right, well, all right, well. I have to pee so bad. Oh fuck! Why do we do we want to bring it to a close? We Are we done? Fuck? Did you have more to say about Leprechaun? <laughs> no, <Were> you, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm sorry that I said anything about Leprechaun. <laughs> well, don't worry, we'll cut it all out. Um, Thanks. So anyone, Dom, do you have a final thought about it? My final thoughts are that. I left perfectly pleased. I did have, I will say this. This was the leading thought I had in the cut to the credits was like, you know, he pulled it off. He did like, I did. I wasn't so sure what this was going to be. And I think regardless of how you, you know, whatever your, your true feelings about it or whatever, even beyond what it did for me personally, how much I liked it. I was like, Oh, but he did it. Like he pulled the thing off again. And I, and I heard the theater around me was having a great time. So I was like, damn, I mean, I guess good job, man. Like, yeah, you, there was what were the odds that this was going to work again and i by that by again i mean him doing like another comic team thing right and uh, it's a little edgier a little funnier and he got to like turn the not you know the dial up a little higher but yeah I, I i had a fun time it was i just that was it i you know i'm not thinking about it i also didn't really have a lot of it didn't need to be anything for me i didn't sure. i wasn't asking something i was just going to like have a fun movie time which as far as a time weekend showing nighttime, big fucking thing of popcorn, loud movie, yeah. funny, funny stuff. It was a good time. And I, I think you're going to see, I think you're going to see that a lot or like hear that a lot. Is that like, um, I didn't really have any expectation for this. And I think that people bring that up all the time. of Like, Oh, he's following up the suicide squad. Like that's kind of tough. It's got such a bad reputation in a lot of ways, following up like a shitty movie is like the easiest thing you could possibly do. Like there's oh, this, yeah. Nick, do you know this movie, uh, The Valley of the Dolls? Yes, and Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Perfect. Yes, both of them. So that's that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls is significantly uh, written by... um, Roger Ebert. uh, Co-written by Roger Ebert. (laughs) Written by Roger Ebert. But it's a much better movie because it's like, 
it's a sequel to Valley of the Dolls, essentially, sort of. It's uh, kind like, of a send up like, of Valley of the yeah, Dolls. Yeah, exactly. Also. And 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 in the end, be- ends up becoming like a like a setup of the of the whole thing. And I say this in in because I, I think that there's a there's a, a parallel here between the movies where Suicide Squad is kind of like a. I don't want to say it's like a oh, parody. Yeah. Uh, it, it's not a parody, but it's definitely like the same sort of like exploitative, like unseriousness that is juxtaposed against the the, the first one. You know what? Um, that's a, that's a really actually interesting because I would say that you're right. Yeah, this Suicide Squad is kind of poking fun. It's totally poking fun at the first one. Which, or like it's just points. like not even maybe not even directly, but just like in 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 its glibness. And it's just like over the top. Like, I mean, the, the first one was violent, but this one just get, it has no regard for life. Like, it's just, you know, it, but, but that's, well, it's, that's it's the, the self awareness like of, of shooting Pete Davidson in the face in the first right. five minutes or whatever. It's like, it's like, that's, it's, th- that, that joke is working on like a very metal level, I feel like. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is a movie for, uh, uh, for adolescents and it you know, it's got everything. It's, there's a, there's cool action and shooting and they fight a big monster and it's about nothing. And I think like that's kind of annoying to me, but I definitely see why people who are into this are into it. Um, no, no, uh, I, I just think I it's about nothing. I appreciated yeah. Harley Quinn in this one. I was yeah, like, we didn't we didn't talk about her at all. She, I mean, she always fucking brings it. She's fucking like yeah. she has first of all been abused through this entire project by showing up and giving one hundred and ten percent every. Uh, yes, that's true. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> but by showing up and giving literally like one hundred and ten percent every single fucking time. Um, and the movies just suck around her. So I, I uh, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, all of the hats off to you. I'll never wear a hat again in salute to you. <laughs> no, I'll wear Will Smith's fucking hat. Yeah, Only that's true. <laughs> Except for that one. If you find me that one, that one's going hats on. I will wear that you. hat. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Meta. In honor. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah I, um... I think I liked it overall. I do. Th- I do think I like this movie. I ult- I ultimately had a good time. I weirdly enough, like I uh, the first hour, like I said, just I wasn't it wasn't clicking in. And then by the time we got to like the giant, I didn't like how big that starfish was, and I wanted it dead. So I think that at the end of the day, yeah. you 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 hate this starfish, and I was finding interesting because my reaction fucking... was that he wasn't that big. <laughs> so no, he was so big. This. Did you see? They Rick Flag even said they experimented on children. Did you see what the starfish uh, did to that guy's face? That guy well, had but that no wasn't face. Him. Yeah, it was sucked off. It's him. That no, is him. He didn't do that. They yeah. made him do that. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, no, he, they took one of his babies and they separated the starfish from the guy's face to yes, see but, what would happen, and then all well, his little tongues were out. But yes, but that means that's what the starfish was doing to his face. Maybe they were happy in there. How do you know? They that's prob- that's true. Maybe they were happy. Well, I, you know, I didn't even think about it. I'll, I'll, I'll let you. Know, I'll have you know that the the, the 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 I believe the sixth Robin is a uh, Starro clone named uh, named Jaro. Oh, uh, oh in, in the bat in the Batman comics, he has a little he has a little Robin costume made for him. He's adorable. <laughs> so I literally it might be say. in the starfish. You might just like th- you might just be in absolute ecstasy all the time. Like no, you maybe. might. No, it erases your mind. I also, in my head, for some reason, I was, t- I was expecting <laughs> no. that Tim. No, it's not true. Don't believe Dom. Dom Dom's working for the starfish. Yeah, it's I was. Yeah. Well, I was you so might pumped. get candy if you put the starfish <laughs> off. You never know. Maybe How are you going to know? So you try it. You got to give his it a name shot. is Jaro. He's a clone of Robin. He has a little penis. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's exactly where I went in my mind. No, I liked it. Um, I didn't like the needle draw. I'm trying. I had. Fuck, I had a thought about this movie. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. People probably like it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, wow. I didn't hate it. That's reasonable beef. That's reasonable beef right there. People, people will probably like it. I it's such people... a Nick Oldershaw phrase. <laughs> well, those yeah, it's going to be will like it up. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, another piece of slop for the unwashed masses. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's true. He's a, a, a James Gunn's wild and crazy mind, or whatever the fuck. His horribly beautiful mind. You know what horribly, sucks too is like he obviously mind. didn't write that, but it does immediately reflect upon. Like you immediately go, "Oh, be quiet." But it's look, like he didn't. Yo, he didn't write that, problem? but he yeah. for sure put red glasses on his face. <laughs> <laughs> he a thousand percent put on yes. put on a hundred and twenty dollar. I haven't uh, seen uh, these red uh, glasses. Man. I don't know what you're Psycho talking about. Psycho bunny polo. 
Yeah. A thousand percent did that himself. Wait, I'll say this. I am going to watch the Peacemaker show for sure. Because John Cena is very fucking funny funny. in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, He's always funny. He's so funny and and is handsome and and is like handsome in a way that's funny. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yeah, dude. He looks like he looks fucking like so if, it, he looks like if you zapped a fucking uh, you know uh, sexy guy doll with the yeah. <laughs> he looks like sexy guy doll. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like mm. he looks like if a sexy doll came to life. I want to see him and. Um, uh, who, who's the other like uh, square jawed marine actor that uh, oh, that fat white women are the into? guy, the guy from the marine? Um, no, that's John no. Cena. No, he was in, he was in Step Up. He was in uh, Oh Channing uh, Tatum. Oh Channing yeah, Tatum. Thank dude, you. I just want to see them rub there their chests together. together. That's you true. Forgot Channing Tatum's name. Channing, yeah, I want to I want to get John Cena. What was, last and thing, Channing what was Tatum? the last thing Channing Tatum was in? Free uh, Guy. I just saw him. No, I didn't see. Is it. he in there? Yeah, he's in there. I saw him in Logan Lucky, oh, yeah. but every time good. I don't, but every time I am not currently watching Channing Tatum in a movie, I'm like, where is he? Has anybody found him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody seen that's Channing how, Tatum? That's how I am with Steve Zan. I've been, I've been despondent the last 15 years. Oh yeah. I love that Steve, you locate Steve Zan. <laughs> Steve Zahn's career. And then I know we're doing, it's too much. I'll get off. It's like a mountain or like a parabola or something. It's like his roles were getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And now you'll see Steve Zahn in the movie and have like one line. And you're like, what the fuck? Like somebody yeah. get him in something. He was once with Aniston. I have to pee. I have <laughs> to pee so Aniston. bad. I okay. have to, all right. I have to oh, go. Right. Sorry. All right. Then, Should then I go? We, and then we do en- ec- outros. No, you can just leave. Oh, okay. Okay. Goodbye. Hey, Nick, thanks for doing this, man. It's always fun. Yeah, this fun. was fun, man. I like talking about movies. Love you guys. Um, okay, okay, go, go okay. pee. I'll, 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 I'll enter the show. Don't worry. Goodbye now. Bye, Dom. Cool. See ya. Um, well, if you like what you heard here, please go to www.patreon.com slash reasonable beef. Give it you can. Any money money gives you access to bonus beef, which is our uh, archive. We have some bonus episodes going up. We got a new one coming up very shortly. Please look out for Doom Scroll, which is Nick's new podcast um, with uh, uh, Daniel Cabral and Isaac Hirsch. Very funny guys. Follow Nick Oldershaw at N-I-K-O-L-D-E-R-S-H-A-W on Twitter. Very funny guy. Um, Friend of the beef. And uh, really looking forward to whatever he's got coming down the pipeline. Rad. Thanks, guys. Have a good night.